If you'd like to support the show, don't forget to rate us five stars, shop at our merch store, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Special thanks to our patrons, M. Trichkovsky and Tony Irons. To become a patron, go to patreon.com slash what's my thesis. Everyone is an artist. Everyone is a musician. Everyone's a photographer. Everyone's a filmmaker which is this wonderful democratization of things. You don't necessarily have to go to school, apprentice, study for years, but it also has created this like enormous amount of content that's really hard to weed through and actually kind of pick and choose. Yeah. So I don't know, it's kind of fascinating. I think about that a lot as someone who came of age when, and I'm a few years older than you, when it was kind of weird to be an artist. I didn't feel mm -hmm. like I knew that many. And, yeah, now, yeah. And, now, and then now everyone is, and now I'm competing against all these younger generations who are so much better at, at branding themselves, you know? You're that, pretty well branded. Am I? I mean, I, I'm getting I, I, better, I, I'm learning. <laughs> I'm learning from them. Welcome to What's My Thesis. I'm your host, Javier Proenza. Every week, my guests and I share the answers we found to the questions we have. Join us as we explore and expand our worldview and ask, what's my thesis? And I'm just going to say like on Instagram, because I think I made a mistake when I messaged you. It's uh, Mulatto Francine? Yes. Okay. Because yeah. I was like, I, I just, sometimes people put their yeah. last name first. No, I get that a lot. <laughs> also, because I have an unusual first name. So, yeah. Yeah. Mulatto. Where does that come from? It's Fulani. It's, Fulani. It's um, an ethnic group of Northern and Western Africa. Okay. My parents named me after a dear friend's mother, and it means oh. one who is fortunate, or more specifically, one who stays out of unfortunate circumstances. So I stay away from bad luck. Oh, okay. Hopefully. Have you been walking <laughs> through raindrops ever since? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> the waters part. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. No, I don't know. Well, Try. that's a nice name. That it at least is. gives you something to talk about when you first meet somebody. It absolutely does. I always have to spell it. Yeah. Um, and having grown up in Africa, I think people often wonder if it you know it sounds kind of like mulatto but it's yeah, yeah. malado yeah 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 which is i know when i said it yeah. i was like i was like hey maybe i should enunciate a little bit more yeah you got it <laughs> so i i do have to qualify that regularly yeah so you've had to correct people on that i before. do but you know i don't mind because it's really an interesting barometer of someone's um racial biases introducing uh -huh. myself Okay, can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah, no, I've had some really interesting reactions over the years. Sometimes people say, oh, I love it. How cool. Uh -huh. Other times I've had people say to me, why did they name you that? Oh, wow. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's this and it means this. But yes, I did grow up in Africa, but I am white Latinx. Actually, my uh -huh. father's last name is Tejeda. Um, Where are I'm, you from? Where's that? Tejeda is Mexican? Mexican. Okay. DNA from Spain, you know, but, but Mexican. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad grew up in SoCal. Yeah, the, um, the conquistador lineage that I share yeah, with you. Yeah, <laughs> I think we both share a little bit. I did my DNA. I'm like 1% indigenous. I'm like, oh, that's not very much. Darn yeah, it. I wish I, I was know. more. Yeah. You know, but that's all right. I doubt I'm like any indigenous. We're so many things. I think yeah. that's a wonderful thing, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and then also... Just to be clear, that shit is pseudoscience anyway. <laughs> I know. No, absolutely. My parents did it. I did it. And I, I was very reticent, yeah. feeling like my data would be, you know. But it was it was interesting regardless. I, I just think we're all creatures of this planet, you know, kind of Gaia hypothesis. Like we're all intertwined. And what was it they did a study recently or a couple of years ago during the Trump era where they interviewed people in texas who were very anti-immigration and anti-mexico mm -hmm. and they found that most of them had dna from mexico oh, yeah. or like you know this idea that we're all brothers and sisters anyways yeah it's the whole thing with that is weird i don't even really know i can't even speak to that because it is crazy that there's uh, like i mean i think what i can speak to is that Cubans don't want anyone else coming into the country and they got the fucking okay. o borders open for them. They were like, hey, yeah. escape communism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> and Interesting. like, and then once they were there, once they were here, they were like, fuck everyone else you know <laughs> yeah. so so that's interesting. But but yeah, I don't I I I always find it crazy how like uh how tokenized and mm. like tool of propaganda and uh, p political but not even propaganda just political branding the white 
like the 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 protect brown people that don't agree with you at all politically mm -hmm. everybody should vote except for these brown people that would vote for mm. trump you know mm. like because uh, Mexicans vote for Trump too, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like in in crazy numbers, in big numbers, and they are. Uh, it's you the know, Catholic. It's the religious thing. It's I the think. Catholic thing. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's kind of our ancestors' fault. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, race race is very interesting to me. I've always um, thought about it. My brother, my only sibling, is adopted. He's Black American. Okay. And at the time, my parents adopted him in the late seventies. It was an unusual thing to have mixed race families. Um, so, it, you know, I think for him it was challenging, but for us as a family, my parents are just very open-minded, you know, well, so very did you, liberal people. Did you, um, mention what, what they did? Cause we talked about it off oh, air. Oh, off so, air. Cause, okay. uh, and then we should yeah. talk about the, what, uh, TC. TCK. TCK. Cause, <laughs> cause that's what I am. And I know, I know. and I've brought it up, but I've not had another TCK on the show. Yeah. I was going to say, you really talk from that perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Third culture kid is very interesting. In the past, I think it was either military government or religion, right? Mm -hmm. Those were the three like missionaries. categories, missionaries, people, I guess the definition is people who grew up outside of their passport country in their formative years that then gives them a perspective and how they see the world, how they connect to people very easily, mm -hmm. how they move and are nomadic in some ways. Um, but it's a way of like thinking and seeing the world and like engaging with people that's based on your formative years living somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, I would say I got the better deal, though, because I grew up in Rome. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Rome's amazing. <laughs> I feel like such a spoiled kid sometimes. Amazing. <laughs> but I do, I I mean, man, yeah. it just, it, 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 that's why when people ask me, like, I'm not, I get triggered when people are like, oh, you're Cuban. Does that mean you're Republican? Right, I'm right, like, right. Dude. Yeah. One know, of my best friends is Cuban from Miami. He <laughs> yeah. lives here, by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no, yeah. and he's extremely liberal, almost Marxist. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it's funny because, like, everybody assumes that there's like a generate like everybody that's cuban is republican when it's actually all of florida that's red that's true. That's true. <laughs> and like the only liberal bastion is like miami-dade county yeah it's true <laughs> and they just vote in some numbers that they can flip the whole state like people in tallahassee are not fucking voting you know or jacksonville can you imagine people in jacksonville voting blue <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Florida that well, so I can't speak to it, but interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Although I have to say, you know, Rome's cool and all, but growing up part of the time in a rural village in, in West Africa was also very cool. No, I bet you. I, I mean, I can see that you, we talked about the size of your television and the fact that it's you small. hide it and that you hide it. It's, it's actually small. smaller than the clock. It's my that... first TV ever that I bought. But it's, it ends like... <clears throat> halfway yeah it's it's not even as the full no. size of the cloth the cloth you cover it with is bigger. do you know why i finally bought a tv why because i wanted to watch the mars rover landing oh really when, <laughs> on youtube was... that was two years ago two friend. years ago there was another one oh. no 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 there was three different mars missions from three different countries the emirates china and the u.s uh -huh. but the u.s for the first time had this amazing rover with like 23 cameras and they they basically broadcast on the nasa channel and I can go on and like watch oh. with not much delay this like bizarre desert landscape that Mars is. And I'm, I'm fascinated by it, honestly. Oh, so that was my you just impetus. Put me onto something. That was my impetus. Yeah. yeah. You also put me on to, to putting a uh, cloth over your screen. Yeah, you should do that. <laughs> that was like the, Get some I, really cool African fabric that's yeah. basically art. And, and, and I want to yeah. also address that we're in your studio. And I literally yeah. said to you that I have no excuse not to be like, because this is your living room. It is. It is <laughs> and you're working at a scale that makes me feel oh. like a little B word. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little banana is what I'm doing here. Honestly, I wish my ceilings were taller, but I'm making it work for now. What are the yeah. scale? What's the scale? I don't know if this is like seven, seven feet. Seven feet? It's okay. the biggest one I've tried to stretch here. That was definitely a feet. You stretch them here? I stretched this here. Okay. These, um, these I started in New York at a residency, mm -hmm. and I kind of got a little ambitious, and I just prayed that they would fit in my living room, so I just put them up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they fit. Yeah. They fit. I like, I like working big, but I also work very, very small as well. Yeah. So I work on a table. I work in collage, drawing, film, 
It's actually one of the nicer studios that really? I've been to. Yeah, because for some reason it's clean. Like oh, I know you don't feel it's clean. I don't clean, feel that way. <laughs> but for a studio and a living room, it's actually okay. Like I've been to places in LA that, oh that, that don't really. That's very nice of you just saying that to make me feel good. Because <laughs> I'm feeling shy. It's a little shy to have someone in your living room. No, I know. I know. I'm you know? definitely invading people's spaces. It no, feels, I like it. I'm a, like good. a super spy. It's a, it's a warm spy vibe. Warm <laughs> spy. Yeah, totally. yeah, you have to watch me sweat for an hour setting everything up it kind of disarms you i can't like, be i can't be shy now you're like god damn this guy really gives a shit about this nothing yeah no but no but it's not nothing and also you kind of match the painting so oh, nice. it's kind of cool. awesome yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 i literally saw the the play when i frame myself on the camera i have to record and yeah. watch myself and i'm like oh I should have shaved the whole head, not the... <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, this little... Uh, so. No, 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 it looks good. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank yeah, you. Yeah. But I wasn't fishing for that. I was just like, <laughs> just talking more about the self-consciousness, but I am happy I accidentally caught a fish. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, so so you grew up in Africa. I mean, mm. that's just fascinating right there. I'm For me, as a kid, it was always a distant thing because my mm -hmm. dad worked mm -hmm. for the UN and he worked mm -hmm. for food and agriculture. Mm -hmm. And all of his projects were mostly over there. Yeah. There's a time where he pivoted towards making, uh, uh, towards like giving people, it, it was the digital divide. I think it still exists, but maybe it's not as bad as it was back then, mm -hmm. which was people not having access to internet in yes. third world countries. Yes. Um, and by the way, uh, third world is a term that I'm starting. Developing world. Even that bothers me. I, there must be a better term. But I like it now because you know what it actually originated from? Well. There was a movement in Jakarta hmm. to make. So because everybody like nowadays, we don't think of like, what's the second world, right? Right. It used to be the first world was the right. West and that, you, that uh, uh, Russia was the second world. And oh. the third world was this sort of socialist unifying thing. I don't. Did you watch the movie Act of Killing? No. Okay, so it's uh, it's about this revolution that took place against communism in Jakarta. And oh, a friend of mine from college made that movie. I just got the chills, and I, oh. I'm blanking right now. Oh, okay, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, but I went to school with him, college or high school, I forget. Oh, yeah, yeah it's great. It's he, a great movie. Guy, he's amazing. That guy, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with him, but he's amazing. He's, ama he's amazing. <laughs> There's something like, yeah. however his brain works, yes, whatever he like concocted that shit, it's so, it's yeah. so devious, but in like, uh, yeah. in a bene uh, uh, bene or benevolent way, like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he like cares about these people that had, it's so weird. Anyway, so the movie is basically about like these guys and they are doing a documentary and reenactments of the things that they did during this revolution. And they start to realize that they were the villains <laughs> oh, <laughs> and then it becomes oh. part of this huge <gasps> movement. The, Jakarta is like a center point of imperialist american imperialism mm -hmm. where it's like the jakarta method there's a book written by this guy um and talks about how that is the model for like latin america mm -hmm. uh middle eastern countries we don't have to get it i know I, no, this I, is I, not I, my expertise <laughs> but it's fascinating <laughs> but, but 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 no i know that like uh we don't have to we, we're gonna we're gonna pivot to your topic we don't have to keep talking about geo world politics no i'm into that actually. Uh, i know i know yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i also want to give you an opportunity to pitch what you want to talk about instead of doing instead of anything driving the com <laughs> conversation Any, anything is fun but yeah. uh yeah so so that's fascinating to me but yeah so I forgot how I got off on that tangent. Oh, what your your dad was doing, and then oh, we talked. Yeah, digital kinda, divide. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. It was a tangent. It should have ended. That's fascinating. Ago. You know, speaking of that, um, some years ago, I was the only mulatto on Facebook or Instagram, mm -hmm. and as the digital divide has narrowed and more of the world has gone on the internet, mm. there are more people with my name. Oh, really? Which is very interesting. Wow. Yeah. So I try to befriend them all. Nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, you know, it's actually kind of an old fashioned name. And um, whenever a Senegalese or West African or Guinean or Malian hears it, they go, oh, my God, that's so cool. You have that name because it's so such a special name. And mm -hmm. anyways, it always ends up being a real cool conversation. Nice. Yeah. 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 I always have to. My, my name conversations were just like, no, yeah, it's, it's an H sound. <laughs> well, I have the last name Tejeda too. Tejeda, yeah. Tejeda, which you got to explain. But there is a Tejeda with an H. Mine is with a J. In Italy, there's no J. 
Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so then you have to explain the concept of J. Actually, oh, they do. Right. Ro- Romans use it now yeah. as like a Y sound, like yeah, yeah. Daie, they spell with a J. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, uh, but yeah, it's so funny. So you, you speak Italian, yeah. Spanish. Do you it, speak French as well? No, no. English, no, just, so three? Yeah, just three. Yeah. Do you speak French? I speak, yeah, because I grew up in you French know. West Africa, and then I kind of continued through through college. And then, so uh, uh, English and anything else? English and French. I understand a bit of Wolof and Bambara. My parents are fluent. My dad is, I would say he's a, a linguist at heart, even though he studied African ethnomusicology and then he went to development. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fascinating talking to him because, you know, he went to Catholic seminary outside of LA and he start, started with Latin and then he went to German. And as a result, he has foundations of all these languages yeah. and he goes to a country and give him a couple days and he can have, he can get by yeah, speaking yeah. with people. I don't know if it's eight or 10 languages that he can really speak very well. I wish I had that. Yeah. But yeah. Me too. I I, I used to think I was really well traveled and then mm. I ended up in Paris at like in my twenties and I was like, Oh. oh, this is the first time I have to like deal with like not knowing how to fucking communicate at all. Yeah. And it's crazy. It yeah. it, it is like a weird feeling. I was like, yeah, because I had only been, I mean, I guess with English, Spanish, and Italian, mm-hmm. if you travel a lot of Italy and you travel- I love Italian. Yeah. yeah. yeah I like, tend to understand a bit of it, more than Spanish, actually. Really? Yeah. yeah we used to speak Spanish to them. Mm-hmm. The first thing we ever heard on the television was, uh, Señora, y tu marito es cornuto, which, is, which means, um, uh, ma'am, is your husband a cock? <laughs> Cornito, I was like, what is this? Cornuto, yeah. Cornuto. Le corna. A corna, yeah. Uh, to, to give yeah. someone the horns. French, yeah. yeah, yeah. Corn, yeah. Oh, in French they say what? I think it's, I think Le it's corn? the same. Oh. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's fun. <laughs> Culture's fun. I like language. Fun. I like linguistics. It's fun. The words are cool. And, and watching words shift and change is kind of cool, too. Yeah. 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 Well, okay, cool. Let's transition to... Sure. I'm trying to think what were my topics. Um, <laughs> could go anywhere. Oh, I was thinking, I've been thinking a lot and talking to people a bit about the internet and how over the last decade or, or more, it's created this cultural renaissance where everyone is an artist, everyone is a musician, everyone's a photographer, everyone's a filmmaker, which is this wonderful democratization of things. You don't necessarily have to go to school, apprentice, study for years, but it also has created this like enormous amount of content that's really hard to weed through and actually kind of pick and choose. So I don't know. It's kind of fascinating. I think about that a lot as someone who came of age when, and I'm a few years older than you, when it was kind of weird to be an artist. I didn't feel Mm -hmm. like I knew that many. And and then now everyone is, and now I'm competing against all these younger generations who are so much better at branding themselves, you know? You're pretty well branded. Am I? I mean, I, I'm getting I better. I'm learning. I'm learning from them. <laughs> yeah, the young ones are really good at it. I would say switch to TikTok and okay. sh- do short videos. They okay. get much more views on Instagram. Okay. And then we were talking a little bit about TikTok, but mm. I think it's actually. I mean, it is crazy. Uh, I was on it for five minutes, and then I got freaked out because there were no artists a couple of years ago, and then I was like, okay, when when the yeah. artists are back on on it, I will go back. Yeah. So it's time. <laughs> no, I, it, it, I mean, it's give or t- like whatever. I, th- there's, uh, I just how many like weird dance videos and like bizarre, like I just don't want my mind too cluttered. I mean, sometimes it's fun. Oh, I mean, but I, I want to like, I want to, yeah. It's a little too powerful of a tool to, yeah. to like, of an entertainment thing. It's like, uh, the, as a delivery system, I don't use it. I don't like watch it too much because I try to like, just you know, make content and not be on there. Yeah. 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 Okay. And then yeah. even then, like the, that's such a hard thing because it's almost nice when I'm not posting anything mm-hmm. because I don't have that anxiety of it doing poorly or yeah. it doing well. They both cause anxiety. Who Who is your audience? Like, does it have a broader sort of audience option than, I feel like the algorithms on Facebook and Instagram have sort of narrowed a bit over time, especially since Meta acquired well, t- Insta. TikTok, yeah. I mean, I don't, I'm barely have an audience. I have like 49 followers on there. I have yeah. more of a following. Are they I, artists or are they other people or like? What? Yeah, artists. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. There's a bunch of artists. Yeah. There was, I do think that you're right. There was a hesitation because artists were like, fuck this. Yeah, yeah. And I think that the more that Instagram tries to be like TikTok, the yeah. more frustrating to Instagram is, yeah. which is why people are just like, well, 
if you're gonna be like fucking TikTok, <laughs> a, a shitty knockoff, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> might as well. And then also the way the algorithm works over there, since it's kind of new, it's still easier. I mean, it's not as easy as it was in the early days of TikToks, where all you had to do was post and you would get like thousands and thousands of views. Right. But it's still like the algorithm has changed. But if you make a video that someone watches the whole way through, mm-hmm. you get one point. Okay. If they watch it again, you get two points or something like that. It's huh. a point system on okay. how people engage with stuff. So yeah. it's interesting that, that. but... Um, I have a lot of content I could be posting. I got really into digital shorts and iPad animations. Oh, yeah. Over you, the past few years, and I've been kind of going, where do I put this? Where do I do this? Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. That's perfect for that. Yeah, I'll try it out. But yeah, so then what, like, what, what are you, the, uh, the thing that's interesting is that you said, you called them artists, but they're technically content creators. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Oh, oh God. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, I think we're, we're crossing the line there with, with capitalism and this need to be seen, which may or may not be monetized, but um, content creator. Yeah, you could use that word for anything for anyone who puts anything outside of their own mind. In yeah, any, in any form, in any it's, platform. Well, that's because then it puts you in the same category as like lifestyle coaches and like oh health and fitness stuff. So then, that, but that I, that I think that that's fair. Like, is it yeah. art at that point? Good point. You thank, know, thank like, you for that. Art with a capital A. You know, I tend to reserve that for certain a certain feeling and a certain longevity yeah. of a person doing something specific, like a practice. I think that yeah. making a video, videos that are informational and educational are a different breed uh, uh, yeah absolutely yeah absolutely you can be artistic you can be artistic minded but maybe you're not an and the, artist yeah yeah and then we're also in the same category as uh thoughts which are mm-hmm. you familiar with the term thoughts i don't know what it actually i don't know what it's an abbreviation <laughs> for and it probably came from black twitter so i'm doing I'm a huge sure. disservice i'm not sure what you're it's referring like, to uh, a, uh well they, they call it thought talk which is oh. like tiktok the okay. dancing ones but oh, like yeah. but more voluptuous and jiggly okay i would say i don't know much about it i'm not on tiktok yeah. i have never liked the vibe of twitter i think it's mostly bots yeah and it tends to kind of go in the negative vein so i've avoided it for many years yeah yeah even though i'm very political and i like to talk i just i don't go on there yeah what i do, do it th- in person are you familiar with the concept of a k-hive no that's kamala harris's bot army <clears throat> oh my god Anytime anyone talks bad about her, like they just listen they, to black blah, blah, women, blah 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 blah, 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 like people get uh, hmm. get just hounded by that. It's interesting. really interesting how they how, oh. how how it's been like weaponized in certain ways. Absolutely, very quickly too. Yeah. For a long time, we just are more aware of it now. Yeah, you see people yeah. trying to engage with these people, thinking that they're humans, and then they just get piled on, and it's like, oh shit, I didn't realize I stu- I, I fucked with it. That's why it's called a hive. It's oh like the God, hornet's nest. Amazing. You fucking poke at it. It's really interesting. Fascinating. Well, yeah. even some years ago, there was a front page whole thing. I, I don't know if it was the Times or Guardian, but it was all about how all these people bought, they bought uh, friends on Instagram yeah. or they bought, you know, viewers, whatever you call them, followers. And it really didn't go anywhere. No one cared. Yeah. I thought I bought, that was fascinating. I bought 40 followers for my Did YouTube you? channel. Good for you. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> did that cost <laughs> i paid them a $100 each <laughs> nah, i had to be their friends you got to do a couple thousand if you're going to start at all what's the point no one will pay any attention to you no all mine are homegrown yeah, one, no, one by one my god yeah it's a fucking well that's why i'm at 40 i have so many view so many view hours i'm like going to hit the view hour limit to monetize before really? i hit that's yeah funny. it's crazy that's funny and i'm doing it on like like what's crazy is like you because TikTok doesn't do this, but mm. uh, uh, YouTube does. You post your TikToks on there as shorts. Mm-hmm. It tells you how many watch time hours, or maybe TikTok does tell you. And what blows my oh. mind is I'll get like, you know, ten hours, nineteen hours on a three second clip, oh, wow. which means it's been watched so many times. <gasps> and I'm like, and what? and so that like by the way, if you want to blow up on uh, YouTube, that is the strategy. That is exciting. Like actually. I'm putting the videos, but then I'm also cutting those little things and yeah. stuff. Yeah. I'm I'm a I'm on hiatus because I I have some life shit to. <laughs> to, to well, take I signed up. up for YouTube channel, so now instead of thirty nine, you have forty viewers on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I'll get you your hundred dollars. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> 
So okay, where well, are we then, going? Where are we going in the world? That's the well, question. it's really interesting, and yeah. there's definitely an obvious place that we could go that is like the typical Javier place to take a conversation <laughs> okay, that do I it. don't. I'm going to reference it so that people know that I thought about it. Okay, but like the idea of censorship that's happening right now, I'm actually more interested, you know, on on those mm-hmm. platforms because, like you said, you mm-hmm. um, well. I don't know if anybody caught wind of this, but Noam Chomsky recently said that uh, we are more censored in America than we, than the Soviet Union was because you could still get the BBC in the Soviet Union. We can't get RT. Uh, oh, interesting. Okay, it's a it's an interesting point. But anyway, what I want to talk about mm-hmm. now that that's been addressed uh, is is like the difference, like because how long have you been practicing art? Um, since I was about seriously, since I was about. 16 15 16 okay so uh we were around the same age so i'm a little older a little older but But a woman does not no i'm not i'm i'm that's (laughs) why you could probably look it up but whatever that's why i'm saying around the same age yeah i'm a gen xer i'm at the tail end of gen x yeah yeah me too yeah uh and proud proud of that proud of that yeah Yeah. well that's what i'm talking about that in between uh, gen the so what was the social scene like? How did you network back then without this stuff? Because even networking in person nowadays, mm-hmm. you don't ask people for their contact information because that's a little... Instagram is easier. Yeah, it's a little aggressive to be like, hey, give me your phone number. Yeah, no, Instagram yeah. is easier. And then you can kind of hedge your bet. Like, yeah. is it romantic or is it professional yeah. <laughs> or is it... What is this? <laughs> yeah. So, um, shh, don't expose well, my you know, tricks. Yeah, shh. Actually, I, if, I, if I meet you and I don't follow you with my uh, uh then pod- there's something wrong no and i don't follow you with yeah. and i introduce you to my personal instagram yeah, yeah. i'm hitting on you that's why that's why so that so that so that i'm not like yeah, yeah. You flexing and being like hey you might be on the co- podcast come date me it's like no 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 you're meeting me as me i like you and that's it this is me real <laughs> unbranded yeah, yeah 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 that's a that's a separate thing yeah well you know i but it's still ambiguous when I give yeah. you my, my personal one. I mean, I remember like the little computers we started out with and my friends were early internet people, went into startups. I, I was at a very interesting high school. I started doing TV. When and, did you move back to the US? Uh, 11. 11, okay. 11 That's old. around the same time I came. Oh, interesting. Interesting culture shock. I was 12. Oh, such culture shock. Yeah. It took me years. I what felt city? like America, DC, Maryland. Oh, that's very a rough one. Very yeah. segregated at the time. People really sometimes responded negative no silver spring silver spring okay they're into cool less park. ritzy let's ritzy no it's right now it's full of africans now oh really it's very interesting yeah in some ways it was a good place and sometimes some place in some ways it was a bad place um oh, i meant less ritzy than bethesda bethesda is oh, like Bethesda's... no we did not grow up in a ritzy yeah, area, yeah, yeah, yeah. area it was yeah, yeah. you know we had apartment buildings down the street we had a house but it was a very yeah. diverse neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that's what I'm yeah. saying. I, I grew up. No, I wasn't Germantown or Bethesda. <laughs> I have plenty of friends from there. Yeah. Yeah. That's where my, my family I lived. kind of give the impression that I'm like hoity-toity, but no, I'm, no, I'm not. I was, I'm I, not. I, no, I wasn't saying that. I was just, I did, I, now I made you defensive. No, yeah, I wasn't saying bit. that. I was just saying that like yeah. I brought up Bethesda. I asked you I if you were well. Bethesda, if you were from Bethesda, and you were like, "No, Silver Spring." I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, okay. no." I, I went to Montgomery the, Blair. Montgomery, Montgomery Blair. Blair. Okay, but I did the magnet program, so I was doing TV and media studies from an early age, oh, okay. actually since like seventh grade. Cool. Um, but then in my high school, there was also a computer science magnet. So th- some of those friends went on to be like internet people. Um, also in college, one of my peers was like the first blogger, and he blogged mm-hmm. about his girlfriend, who I went to, you know. Justin Hall, interesting guy. But so the internet at first, it was like kind of in the background. I used a little bit here and there, and then suddenly it was everywhere. Mm-hmm. I do feel that um, I used to enjoy research online more. Yeah. And over time, Google and other, even other platforms have gotten more and more closed down through their algorithms. And you go online and you find stuff that is completely unrelated it's all about selling something it's like a stupid gift or something funny instead of an actual idea or research topic or something verified or so in that way i've become a little frustrated with the internet because there's so much like content that just seems like it's nothing it's like i i just that made me think yeah of like how people are like yeah the internet will just validate your bias anything you put into it'll respond and there's truth to that 
but there's a difference in sources, right? Like if I'm, (laughs) if I'm looking at articles from 2014 Mm -hmm. about how there's a Nazi problem in Ukraine (laughs) (laughs) and they're published by the same newspapers like the New York times that are now saying that it's all propaganda. I think that's a little bit more valid in my, than, than if I find someone making a comment on Reddit yeah, totally. <laughs> or on some well, forum, which I think is usually what you find when you look for that crazy shit. Everyone wants shit. to be yeah. an expert. Yeah. You know, and, and it kind of uniforms that, but it also, it's like paid content always at top, and you kind of have to realize that it's like pages of it. Yeah. You know, so. Well, that's the other thing. It's like there's this elitism for people that like write for these papers like the New York Times and the Washington Post. And, and it's really interesting because they're also like, they're like, ha ha. The plebs don't understand, but you're fucking paywalled. Yeah. So like all your yeah. enlightenment is yeah. only for a select few. It's not like, hey, we're. <laughs> yeah. I like to look at a lot of sources, as many as possible. Yeah. You know. So like what kind of research do you mean? Like art research, I'm guessing. That's basically the basis of this show. So if you're art into research, that, we can talk yes, about that. Yes, but, but also in terms of news. Okay. Like Al Jazeera, The Guardian, the BBC, as well as the New York Times, the Washington Post, the LA Times, the smaller papers if I can find them. All papers that have been Mother corrupted. Jones. Mother Jones too corrupted. Like Corrupted, all... <laughs> you know, but at the same time. You know, I do believe in in journalism and that there are people yeah, writing definitely. good things, but you have to really sort out and try to kind of yeah through an empathic lens understand the writer and the perspective and what they're saying to you. Like that kind of critical thinking has to be taught to kids in school so they can weed out what's being directed at them for what reason. You know. Do you think you learned that from? I learned that from a good educate, good public education. Not from art school. No, I didn't oh, go to art school undergrad. I went to a liberal arts program at Swarthmore. Oh, okay. So I did comparative literature, um, but I they really taught us how to think and how to analyze at that school. So, so the literature program helped you a lot with that because yes. because you, you're reading stuff and you're analyzing it. But That's it, interesting. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, absolutely. So like humanities education. Humanities I think. education, but also Swarthmore had a very interesting program. I I stayed outside of the traditional canon. I avoided things like Shakespeare and. Uh-huh. The normal stuff, and I did like queer theory, or I did, you know, um, are you queer? Cultural? No, I'm not oh, okay, cultural. Cool. Bo- I'm I don't just know. just because I don't it know came what up. I am. Okay, I no, don't no, identify no. one way or the other. Okay, but you know, I tend to prefer one over the other. But I'm, I don't identify as one or the other. Yeah, I. It just it would have like speaking of the generation that we yeah. were talking about. That's pretty progressive to be interested in that. Yeah. So I think so. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I had a very interesting education, but it's partly because my degree allowed me, instead of majoring in English lit, which would have been more traditional, yeah, English and French allowed me to kind of handpick classes that were very interesting at Swarthmore, including like cultural borderlands and the lesbian novel since World War II or, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah, very interesting. I, I learned stuff from Alex Juhas, who's a very interesting thinker. I had interesting peers, um, Alexander Grant, um, Julia Bryan Wilson, who's an art historian. Um, people have gone on to do very interesting things. And mm-hmm. I was one of few artists there. So I felt a little bit like sort of split, but I've always had that split personality thing a bit. You Why know? didn't you? Because you said you were. Uh... I, I got into art schools. My parents had a lot of debate about that. But okay. I think you come from a sort of middle class ish family. They want you to get a degree that will then sustain you in your career. And they were concerned that going the artistic route wouldn't. So, you know, I got into all these, the best programs, but mm-hmm. then I happened to apply to Swarthmore. Mm-hmm. And um, they said, well, you know, we did some research and we actually think that's that's the place you should go and, and we didn't agree on it yeah, yeah yeah um but i went and i'm glad i did yeah yeah. and so i finally saved up and finally went to art school um at 30 and did it on my own in new york at the new york studio school which was very rigorous uh, old master's technique nine hours a day of painting and drawing very connected to the new york art scene i hosted the art talk so i got to meet mm-hmm. a lot of very interesting people and that was a great program so that's how I did it. Yeah. And you're, that's interesting. That's but I've been a, making art since I was very young, but yeah. always kind of like on the side or in addition to um, careers that sustained my art or et cetera. 
then you're the perfect candidate for being on the show because that's yeah. what we're documenting okay. mostly. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll tell. I'll let yeah. everybody know when. Oh, actually, I think that uh, the I, I interviewed Doug, but uh, he's the. I think one of the few people. I. I mean. Yeah, the closest that I know, yeah, the, 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 uh, he's making a living off of just selling stuff, and he's he does like mm-hmm. uh, pop ups and whatnot, and mm-hmm. and and gallery shows. You know, I've never really tried to make it my full time. I think yeah. I'm ready, but at the same time, I get so much from the interesting jobs that I've had in my life, and I feel very lucky. But I've tried yeah. very hard to keep those like active learning positions, where they they bring back a lot into my own practice. So for years, I worked <clears> independent <throat> film. I also, you see from the art books, I also worked in art book publishing at Rizzoli in New York concurrently for about a decade. Mm -hmm. And since I've lived in LA, I've worked co-managing the estate of an artist who I absolutely love um, and her daughter. Mm -hmm. And her name is Huguette Callan. And that's been an amazing project to bring with the team there to bring her into the world view. Yeah. You know, she's now at major museums. We're showing everywhere. Um, it's I get the to work. It's the estate. I get to yeah. work with very interesting curators who are often women my age with similar education background, which is also very interesting. Uh-huh. Um, so I've really loved that job. Yeah. Yeah. But that's my part time to sustain my art. I've always considered my jobs secondary, but um, inspiration for my art and inspiration um, for my life of my mind. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. The uh, my friend Carl Barada, who's co-director of TSA LA, mm-hmm. shout out to him. He he said that he did studio like when he moved to LA, he got to just do studio practice by itself, mm-hmm. and it just was not ideal for him. Like, well, he, you still <laughs> need a couple days a week where you go and like talk to people and engage yeah, yeah. with people and have conversation. That's why I really like this. this is really, yeah, yeah, really fun, by the way. Yeah. So even if I could and I hope to, because that is the dream, I think I have enough to do mm-hmm. that I could fill my days, you know, with some assistance. <laughs> yeah. Literally, um, whether it's online office work, applying for things, building my catalog resume, my inventory, which I'm starting to do. Or actual physical painting and you research. A, your inventory. You have a whole room. I have a that whole you room. Go into. I have a whole room. You know, one day I'll get someone in here and they'll be like, "Okay, it's time for it's time for your solo museum and you, show." And, and, <laughs> like, and I asked, I asked her audience, I asked you what uh, what what your um, like why you didn't just use that as a painting room and you you gave me the most painter answer. You're like, the light's terrible. The in light's there. terrible in there. I like the windows in the living room. It's brighter. No, yeah. that's exactly why. It's, a writer couldn't storage. have written a more painterly answer. How <laughs> <laughs> about the light? In fact, can I keep these umbrellas? Uh, yeah. These I are want great. A, I want another big one, yeah. <laughs> I want I want one that size for that one. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's fun. It is nice to No, to I've be had able a very rich life in, in in having to work. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and I also think yeah. that like I have uh, a different valuation system for like I have a compartmentalized valuation where it's like I don't make like an incredible amount of money, (laughs) but my self-esteem in the art world is like, you know, it it, like makes me feel like I, uh, uh, like I would probably, if I made a lot of money and didn't do this, I would just be sad. And exactly. And I like that you caught on to why it is that I even do this because it is fun. It's It's like, and, and you were just like a concept on my screen and Mm. now I actually know you. So. Yes. Yes. um, We met virtually on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Which is amazing. And we couldn't even really trace. Uh, So. No how that happened but i think it's I, you, through but sarah you, yeah but you've been yeah. you've been no well sarah just started following me. oh okay so that oh maybe not then yeah i've um, been following you for a while i know and i've, I've been checked out a few you. of your podcasts thank and you and i was very curious about the title what's my thesis <laughs> uh, tell me a little bit about that i want to hear what the, i mean i'm sure oh, i don't have a gr- uh, i I, okay. I don't have a uh, mfa so basically it, is, oh this is just the practice of like le- meeting artists learning artists yeah Primarily, the benefit of MFAs typically is the network you get. So, you know, uh, I really enjoy podcasting. I like Mm -hmm. having headphones on and and the warm, you know. (laughs) I probably don't talk at this level. Or maybe, you know what, maybe the headphones 
Like, and the <laughs> mic can compress and contain everything. And I don't feel like such a loud asshole. Okay, and I feel like more, you know, because I can get pretty loud here and it doesn't, you know. <laughs> you, you can check the levels later yeah, and I, even them out. Yeah, no, no, no. We're <laughs> oh, not you got even, it right there? Yeah, we, I, I'm, oh, wow. I'm like, that's that's okay. what, when, I re, when you saw me reach over I here, did. I was literally trying to figure out if I turn it up, <laughs> am I going to hear more of the fan? Or if I turn or it yourself, down, yeah. or, yeah, like yeah. I was like checking to see if like, because <laughs> we were talking earlier about when you have headphones on, you can still hear the outside world. Yeah, you just fan. can't tell if it's coming through the mic sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, I, this is super fun. And like art, it also makes like, it's really made going to art openings fun because now yeah. I know so many people yes. and like, yes. It's Did an it? intimate conversation. Like I'm getting, I know yeah. more about you than I would if I knew it. It met you at a gallery. It's too. true. Yeah. It's true. And I, you know, since COVID, I've become a little chattier, you know, because I'm so excited to be around people and see people. Although I did love the isolation. I got a lot of work done. Um, yeah. But now I'm, I feel like I'm even friendlier and more talkative than I was pre-COVID. Yeah. Partly, I mean, because LA can be a challenging place. I, I do think LA versus New York, because I do have that in my brain, because I lived there okay. for a long time. New, York, New Yorkers are warmer. Okay. layers are cooler and i think it's it's the distance it's the car thing it's the space between things but it's also like you find that warmer i find new yorkers much I've more convivial much more i've never found a new york warmer oh my god <laughs> a new yorker warmer. yes <gasps> they're more approachable people talk, <gasps> people talk to you they may say something you don't like but they talk to you i find la so approachable but that's just me i've I, been here um nine years now and i have to say it's taken a while it's taken a while okay but yeah. you're you i mean you're around in the art scene the I art am, scene is, is but you know for years i would go places and i feel like no one would talk to me oh you know what i and figured it was out? really challenging i've i've also so like uh i figured out that what now happened. i just awkwardly approach people and it works out yeah <laughs> so I don't think you're scary. So okay, like, I, I don't think I would be creeped out I'm by very like, friendly. why is this woman talking? I but would I, be but like, I used to be shy. You yeah. know, I vacillate between the, the shy thing and the yeah. social thing, you know, as we do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is much easier for me than approaching people at a yes. gallery. Yes. Like, I agree. you know, like I approach yeah. you on your Instagram yeah. and then you watch me sweat <laughs> and then we have a conversation. But New Yorkers feel so real and like. Everyone is sort of on that street level. And I think in LA, there's there's the the beauty industry. Uh -huh. There's Hollywood. There's like the sort of, people have this sort of like exterior perfection at times. That's, you know, the art world luckily is not as involved. But, you know, you go to, you go to galleries in Beverly Hills and, and West Hollywood. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and you yeah. feel that and you go, ooh, this is a little. That's true. Yeah. I, I am not accounting for the rest of the art world. I'm very much embedded lately in the artist-run scenes. So, Me too. Yeah. So, and, and that's so, yeah. where my heart is, honestly. Yeah, and, that's, yeah. and I think that that... But, but you're right. It did take me a while to yeah. like kind of... And basically, yeah. I, I got... This is how I got yeah. into okay. the art, artist-run okay. scene, you know? I basically started interviewing people from Monta Vista slowly. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, I can't interview them all at once. <laughs> Spread it out for a while. Get some legitimacy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this isn't the Monta Vista podcast, yeah. although kind of now it is, but... Have you interviewed everyone in Bendix? There's so many cool artists in that building. Yeah, there's. It's like exhausting how many it people is. there are. Yeah, I mean, I basically, like I told you, my trick sometimes yeah. is that, like, when I'm feeling lazy or when I'm really desperate for guests, yeah. and I just have been lazy about it, just go down the hall. No, I just <laughs> I bartend is what I was telling you. Oh yes, I sit and I bartend at, for um, an opening, yeah. and like everybody from the building comes and gets beer. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's not even just people that are like it's like you'll get you'll talk to everybody, and they you know, and then I'll just be like like that's how I booked so young uh, Shin mm -hmm. who I, who was at the TSA show. She was showing mm -hmm. in the TSA show, and I was like, hmm. oh mm -hmm. hey, like here you oh you're showing with TSA. Cool. Be on the show. Yeah. That's perfect. <laughs> Pre-screened. That's how I got That's Lauren Marotti. Mm -hmm. Oh, actually, I went to her show. But yeah. Nice. Nice. It's like... It, <laughs> it's I mean, a good community. I like it. Yeah. it's it's yeah. Everybody's pretty chill. It's uh, one of the things that Carl Barada says, said, mm -hmm. uh, if you come out on uh, to one of the shows, I'll introduce you to everybody. Oh, I'd but, love that. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, it sounds like you know more Durden and Ray people, which I, do. I don't know that many Durden and Ray people. Yeah. Yeah. Let's but, do the swap. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll do the swap. <laughs> yeah. Are you a member of Durden? No, I'm not. Not okay. right now. No. No. All right. Yeah. No, um, no. You know, my only real group affiliation is through the Association of Historic Curators, which I helped co found with Mary Anna Plumanis, uh, Cindy Ream, and a few other artists, mm -hmm. which has kind of grown and keeps shifting. It's over the years, but it's, it's female led and uh, curated, and they do very, very interesting things. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, but, you know, I love groups. They're, they're a great way to meet and get to know people and, and co-support. And I, I love helping co-curate and that kind of thing. Collaborating. Yeah. I love all that. So. Yeah. We're doing some interesting st- stuff at Monta Vista. Like, <laughs> I already know that I'm going to hit you up for donations. Perfect. I love to donate <laughs> for, art. For a fundraiser. I got plenty of it. It's don't like printing and, money. Yeah. Don't, don't <laughs> fuck up and tell me that you, that you, <laughs> that you donate money to organizations because I will hit you up. <laughs> I, will, something, I will donate something art. To learn, something to learn about me, yeah, audience. Yeah, he's going to ask. Yeah. Gonna yeah. Ask. Uh, yeah so so I mean, it may be weird. I'm Sometimes I'm addressing the camera. No, I, I figured that out. Those people over there. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm, I'm pointing at you guys. Yep. Um, cool. No, I love to support local arts organizations, political stuff, all of it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you 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 mentioned you had some other topics? What else was I going to talk about? Um, I don't know, just stuff I've been working on, or oh, New York versus LA was one thing. Oh yeah, so uh, I mean, a little more of that, or you know, how more. how hard was the adjust? I mean, I guess it is. Oh, hard I was so ready when you I'd came been, here. I'd been there fifteen years, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. I absolutely loved it. But I started feeling a little, a little claustrophobic, um, and I felt like I had gotten more and more into sort of a spiritual practice. I did ayahuasca oh, okay. in twenty twelve. Okay, you know, and that kind of led me to being even more sensitive. Um, so I realized I needed to go in a place with, with a little more space. Um, and I, I came here on a whim. Yeah. I had no plan. Really? Yeah. I just kind of showed up here, but I, I felt a pull because of culture, diversity, um, life of the mind, intellectual, interesting people, things to do. So I kind of have gravitated towards large cities for those reasons. Yeah. And especially the diversity. Yeah. I, I yeah. struggle with the idea of like, we talked about it, like, of moving out of LA because it's just like what other city is there? There's only one that's harder, <laughs> which is New York. And I did it. So I <laughs> yeah, still... I'm too old. I that, that no, I don't want to do it again. Yeah, I'm would... happy to go a couple times a year. I just yeah. got back from a wonderful residency um, on Governor's Island, which was really fascinating, and um, that was amazing with Triangle Arts. Mm-hmm. And I reconnect with all my friends, and people are so warm and welcoming and vibrant, and. I had great studio visits, but then I was like, okay, oh, LA. I'm, you know, I feel like I'm home. I love it here. Yeah, yeah, it is. There's something to it. I, I really, it's hard to, there's so many like things that you can say it doesn't have. Yeah. But then overall, I don't know what it is that like, once you're here, you're just like, I mean, for me, that now that I'm embedded in the arts community, oh, it's, it's hard, it seems like it's just it's makes wonderful. No, yeah. And it makes no sense to leave and like, no, work. no, no. I mean, I dream of the country too, like a yeah. house with like trees around it, or you know, something a little more you know what remote. People... But at the same time, like I would once a week be in town, anyways, yeah, because I need that vibrant life. When yeah. uh, what people are doing now is they're buying land in like France, Greece, and Italy. Sounds great. <laughs> Love to do that. <laughs> Let's buy a whole town of artists in Italy. Let's buy one of those towns. Oh, that would be crazy. And, and like have like an amazing commune slash residency place. That would be. Let's do it. I'm ready. Have you ever been part of a commune? Uh, no, I have not. Okay, because no. you, you kind of many came... residencies though. <laughs> yeah. Do I have that vibe? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. And you brought it no. up, so I was like, oh, no I don't cults, know. <laughs> no cults here. No, no, co- no, no I said like commune. That. I said commune. Co- I said no, alternative no. lifestyle. Well, is it because my parents are like extremely liberal? No, no. Yeah, well, no. I, it's funny that you say liberal because I feel like you may be a little bit beyond liberal. I'm I beyond th- liberal. Yeah, yeah. You're being polite to the liberals, and you don't I want am. you don't insult liberals like I do and call them shitless. No, 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 no. I'm yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that vibe, but yeah. we don't have to talk about politics because I get tired. I the, the thing is that the thing that happens when, when when you have a podcast is that you're a limited human being. You're not a vast, infinite abyss right. of no, knowledge. No, and so, <laughs> no, so, we're so, not. So, so sometimes, I wish. sometimes people will be really sweet and they'll be like, "Can I interview you?" Yeah. And I'm like. Everybody knows me. <laughs> because, yeah, well, There's not a story I haven't told. I need yeah, shit to happen it. to me this week. I so get I have it. something next week. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Well, one way I've been kind of seeing the world and, and expanding my world and interests is by doing residencies in the last few years. So I did, I did one in Cyprus with uh-huh. a friend from graduate school, Katarina Savides, did one, uh, opened a new residency in Cyprus, which is very interesting. It's Greek speaking um, in the part that I was in, not the Turkish part. Mm-hmm. But it's in the Middle East. It's actually not near the Greek islands. So I learned a whole lot just by being in that oh. part of the world, visiting archaeological sites, 
um, being uh, discovering all kinds of cool younger artists, especially women doing very, very interesting things there. So mm -hmm. that that was really cool. And then New York, and then I did one in Provincetown last year, and I keep thinking, ooh, what else can I do as a way to get out of my living room, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, I don't mind working here. I mean, it would be easier to be able to work on the floor and make more of a mess. But for me, it's the community that, that I'm craving, and that's why I've been doing those residencies. But yeah. So maybe yet I'll find something in LA where I can go and, and work part of the week and, and be around other artists because, you know, borrowing a tool or talking about a painting is a really useful thing. Yeah. You know, I, I do miss that. I had that in Brooklyn. So you also said that you felt a little weird doing studio visits here. Is that? Um, no, it's more that, you know, I love my home and I feel very lucky to have it, but it's very old. Mm. So there's like things that are kind of like falling apart that my landlord, because I'm rent controlled, won't fix or, oh, yeah. you know, it just, you know. I wish I had taller ceilings so I could make even bigger paintings. <laughs> it's more it's more like that. Or, you know, you vi visual clutter. Like, I would love just big white walls. For me, that's very useful. Yeah, yeah And at yeah. home, I get a little overwhelmed because uh, I have a lot of stuff around. No, I can, I can see that. There's that. Yeah. 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 You can't tell if you... Are those Cheerios? These are beads. Okay. <laughs> I can't are, see from over here. I think Ghanaian glass beads. And these are actually beads that are fish bones. Yeah. So you I just... started incorporating my mom's African bead collection in my paintings. Oh, okay. So those are not like mass manufactured ones. They're like handmade. From... Yeah. yeah. Cool. Pretty sure, yeah. That's so pretty I started neat. putting them in, yeah. They're three-dimensional. But, you know, as I, when I started, I started by sewing them in, but my cats were really too into that, so I had to move to gluing them. <laughs> so the sewing, oh, like when the thread the was out there. Or, you know, it was like a whole thing. They've been pretty good. Look, he's just no, chilling right it's, there. No, it's afternoon nap time. They're okay. Pancake. Pancakes, plural. Pancakes. Yeah, oh. yeah. It's a plural name. <laughs> you just, when you were, uh, you when you were talking about archaeology, or you brought up archaeology, oh, yeah. and I just, I'm in a hinge mode right now where I'm trying to meet people. Oh, I get it. And it's like, and it's one of those things where it's like, you meet and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then they're like, it's funny how many people are like, yeah. Oh, I, you, uh, we uh, we can be art friends, and because <laughs> they don't have an artist in their life, yeah. they don't want to date you. No, but they, I've got that. Yeah, but they're like, you're yeah. so creative. Let me, oh, let me bask in yes, your glow of creativity. I, I I've also been on some dating apps, not terribly successfully, and mostly I kind of just look around and then sign off. <laughs> yeah, but but I get that a lot from men. Is yeah, that yeah. ooh, artists? How interesting and sort you're of a so fascination exotic. and how yeah. exotic. And I'm kind of like, well. <laughs> It'd be nice if I was not too exoticized so we can actually have a conversation. <laughs> or but thank you, you. If you had any concept of what I'm interested in other yes. than it being something that for me, what you. is that term that they use now online when you're looking for when you, you're really, you need to be drawn to someone's brain? Like I have that. Yeah. Oh, it's um, got to be that first. Saposexual? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely that. The... Kind, kindness, smarts, and then from there, ideally attractiveness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but start with those first two and then see how it goes. It, has it always been like that? Or when you were a kid, it was just hunks? No, I've, I've, gone, through some, I've gone through some hunky guys <laughs> that turned out to be a little problematic. In what, in what well, sense? Like, uh, like saying a racist more, stuff? A little more bad boy. You know, I had a punk side, you know, okay. growing up. I was in a band in high school. And so I have a bit more of that aesthetic at times. You know, now I look kind of hippie. But, <laughs> but I was telling you, I got both. So, no, I, I have a tendency towards either, like, the really kind of smart, nerdy kind or, like, a little bit the bad boy. I love that we got into talking type, about types. You know? <laughs> if you want to no, no, pitch to the camera. No, no, no. No, no, no. I'm, I'm fine with the... No, my, well, my status, I'm really enjoying my time alone right now. Yeah, no, I, I get it. So, I get that. Yeah. Uh, no, well, the, the, the reason I brought it up w was mostly because she was dated she was married to an archaeologist and i was fascinated Ooh, by well, it yeah but then it turned out that she was like she grew up conservative mm -hmm. she's cool now she's like mm -hmm. progressive and whatnot but she grew up like you know in that kind of conservative like uh mm -hmm. milieu <laughs> milieu where it's like a, a problematic opinions that have since been reformed yes um but then i realized that it was like biblical archaeology and i was even more fascinated oh because then you're like Okay. You're you're trying to validate things from the Bible. See? Oh, that's that's fascinating. No, the um actually when I was in Cyprus, I got to go visit a site that a friend has worked on for I don't know, Leslie Friedman. Uh, she's a Getty uh -huh. person who has been going over to Cyprus for many years and working on um redoing this Temple of Dionysus and these other sort of sites and, and pathos. 
That was fascinating. Yeah. Also because Cyprus is like a crossroads of cultures. It's in the Middle East. It's it's Turkish. It's Greek. It's um a place where people have traveled. There's a lot of Brits and and uh, Russians there now. But even looking back in time, and I got fascinated by lace work there and mm -hmm. um, all kinds of stuff. But it's it's people coming through that have influenced the culture and the art forms in so many ways that they're really they're kind of cross cultural actually yeah. in my mind. Yeah. Well, no, I mean yeah. I'm sure like. That's one of the things that we don't really think about, but people right now are kind of down on Turkey and, uh, you know, well, for, for, for the people politics. where I was in Greek were all, you know, they all had memories of being kicked out of their homes in yeah. the 70s and um, forced into the South. Yeah. Um, Turkey... And there is a, there is a UN blue line Yeah, and you do have to pass through armed men to get to, to the North. To get to the North? Yes. Really? It's very different culturally. It's, wow. it's totally different. So is Constant is Constantinople or uh, sorry Istanbul? <laughs> Istanbul, you know Turkey. Where is it? Is it? It's in. It's in. That's in Turkey. That's in Turkey. Turkey. Um, Cyprus is basically in the ocean. It's between like Egypt and like Syria and Lebanon. Okay. Um, I would have loved to go to Turkey. I have a friend in Turkey from school. I would have loved to go visit um my boss who lives in Beirut. The mm. artist I work for is Lebanese. Mm -hmm. Um, but unfortunately the political situation in those countries right now and plus COVID last fall didn't make it possible, yeah. but I would have loved to. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big travel. I have the bug. No, the I get the that. The TCK I mean, thing. It's like it never it. goes yeah. away. You, yeah. I've, yeah. I, I've unfortunately not had the means to travel on that scale, like on the way that I grew up, like taking yeah. for granted and not no. having any idea how fucking much it costs. Artist residencies. <laughs> that's the way to that's do it. That's what I figured out. Okay. Because you can I'm into that. kind of get grants or partially get funded or... Cool. I got a Pollock Krasner this year after many years of trying, and that's helped me uh, cool. with travel. And yeah, there cool. are ways to I'm do I'm going to start getting into... Because for years I didn't, and I was getting really antsy. <laughs> no, I know. And at, like yeah. what I'm thinking of is just like camping trips now, just, oh, yeah. just to do that, which is fine. Like there's you nothing wrong totally with that. You can totally do that. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh, I definitely want to hit Mexico. I have like oh. some time available to me right now. So. I'm hoping to go to Mexico City this fall. My great grandparents came from Mexico City to mm -hmm. LA in the early 1900s. Oh. And so I have extended family that I've never met in Mexico City. Oh, really? I'm dying to go. Yeah. So. Yeah. The. Um, I forgot what I was saying. Uh, travel, camping, Mexico. No, there was something that, like, sometimes I get an idea and I hold it in the back of my head because I don't want to interrupt the conversation and I try to get back to it. And I'm I like, understand. Oh, it's gone. <laughs> I interrupt people. That's how I deal with that. No, no, that's, <laughs> no, but I mean, I'm a host. I want, and like I said, I'm if, terrible. if, uh, no, that, I don't I've, want to forget, so I interrupt. I love it when guests interrupt me because it just made, like, seriously, it, it don't otherwise even, I, it will just go. Yeah, in this context, yeah. please interrupt me. Okay. Please interrupt me <laughs> and I will stand out of the way because that's basically what we're doing here. Yeah. Um, uh, people, people know me. They know my shit. They know my politics. They know yeah. everything. I'm like, so, you know, uh, yeah. the only thing that they don't know about is like personal interior thoughts. Okay. You know, there is some privacy. I'm not like willing you know. to share on a hinge or elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. Like what's the most secret thing about me? And I think whoever answers that on an app, like that's so bizarre. Oh, what's the most secret thing about that? Is, me? That is a question. A lot of dating apps yeah and I, I, mean, and I never answer it i'm like why would you answer that like i could talk about who i hate in the art world but that just doesn't <laughs> no let's say but, positive let's say no, positive no, no. I, but i don't i don't even <laughs> there's hate... a lot of personalities in the art world no i don't even hate anybody that's no, a very strong either, world i just find people irritating people are irritating <laughs> and then there's people who don't really root for you or give you opportunities or kind of avoid you even when you kind of like reach out there's stuff like that yeah so yeah. there's like a little bit like subtle resentment at times but i have no hate for anybody yeah. I tend to love people until, like, until they do something that then is unforgivable, and then I just try to not pay attention to them. Yeah, yeah. there's <laughs> so, definitely people that are hard to work with for sure. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, but overall, I think that ultimately the scene kind of screens people out, like the artist-run scene. Like, oh, yeah. you get you catch a rep soon. That for sure. Yeah. yeah. So like most of the time, I can chalk it up to just like uh, innocent mistake or misunderstanding. Yeah. Sometimes you can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, also, you know, I think post-COVID, we all have a little more forgiveness and understanding. And part of the reason I've, why I've become more social and more talkative when I go to events is because we all come from the same place. Yeah. So we're all coming from a place of being a little isolated, feeling a little awkward, getting back into it. And that gives you kind of a starting ground for a conversation. Yeah, for sure. So. No, and, 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 and no, yeah. The, yeah. I mean, 
not that LA ever was kind of clicky, but one of the things that is intimidating about the art scene that I think when you're in the position like that you were talking about early on mm. and you don't know, like especially mm. if you're going to places like night gallery or the higher end spaces which are great spaces i love them and i you know i have a friend that shows at night her friend you know anyways yeah but no but anyway still i feel this like but the social circle there is a lot of people that just work together as adjuncts you know so like i know so then you you see this like you you show up there and you think that like oh all these people know each other from they're all part of the scene together and they're like they're part of the columbia grads that started a gallery What's together it's columbia students who started a gallery together where Gr- grads night gallery oh night gallery oh yeah. is that is, yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah no but i just mean in general like um not like necessarily students from any particular school mm. i'm just saying that they're they're all at like lincoln chafee and oh yeah uh, and all of the all, yeah. all throughout the valley and some of them work at the same school but like only yeah. one of them so like yeah. if you work at three different schools and you have oh. seven different instructors that you interact with daily at oh, yeah. each institution that you, ha- you have a community oh there. that's amazing that's a it's, good point it's self-building so it can be wow. really intimidating to become an adjunct <laughs> or, i mean yeah like it's the benefit of their fucking sacrifice <laughs> teach but that's a hard work freeway professors they call yeah them. that shit is hard. yeah i know some people doing that yeah. that's hard work it's tough man yeah but i actually was told that advice when i first came here by by quite a few people that my best bet into breaking into the art world here was to get a second master's degree and i thought who has the time and the money for that that's crazy yeah. oh i'd love to go back to school Are you kidding school is great but no i mean because it is kind of clicky and it is sort of insular and it's hard to kind of get in but more and more as these artists run cooperatives and groups have sort of become more common i think it's it's yeah. warmed up the art world for yeah. me personally yeah yeah i uh i mean i don't know i don't know how interested the hauser and worths of the world are but i did uh, yeah. uh, in interacting with us but oh, I, think, I have goals <laughs> but no but i'm saying like places like night gallery don't seem to be like yeah. uh highfalutin no you know and, i was and, just and, there on saturday for yeah. the planned parenthood sexy beast benefit yeah. with some friends yeah like places like that, and I know that Common, uh, uh, Commonwealth and Council is not mm-hmm. necessarily uh, in the same kind of space mm-hmm. as Night Gallery, mm-hmm. but they're they're you know they they still sort of feel like they have like uh, artist run yeah ethos to them even yes if... I think it's a struggle to keep that but I think some some are doing it very successfully yeah. as they get bigger and more known yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. Where, where, what else what other spots do you because you you mentioned hollywood and like well you know i don't i was having a conversation with another artist friend robert Sofian the other day and he was talking about how so many he read an article about how a lot of galleries are moving from new york to la but they're all he's like so disappointed because they're all moving towards west hollywood and it's such a trek for us he's in atwater yeah. i'm here we're art buddies we go see stuff together you know and he's like you know there it's not only the distance, but it's also the vibe when you go to that neighborhood because it's so affected by Hollywood, the beauty industry, the porn industry, yeah, uh, how people dress, Botox, you know, all that stuff. Not that I have anything wrong with any of that, but it becomes a sort of overwhelming vibe in those mm-hmm. art environments, becomes more uh, money, capitalism, beauty, um, which I think takes away from the sort of the art and the artists. Yeah. I yeah. think that we not so, that i don't aspire to a great gallery no no i'm no, not no, no, saying no. that but yeah. but i do think it there's there's a divide well i was in gonna, LA. i was going to comment on that because yeah some, so we had somebody show up at a going away party that was like an, a typical la influencer yeah uh someone was uh, deborah was giving away stuff i may have already told this story on the show if i did i'll, I'll cut it out deborah what's of, her last name deborah bros she's the okay. director she does the okay. uh, she, uh did you ever go to track 16 and see like any mutant animal ceramic figurines there? Oh, I feel like I did. Yeah, that, because that I'm doing her. mutant animals right now, oh, really? so I must be in the back I'll, of my I'll brain. You, I'll show you. I'll share with you. I would so, like that. Yes, because she's she's yeah. got good stuff. Okay. Uh, come to the cat show this weekend at okay. uh, at at Montemista, and yes. and she's not going to be there, but her piece will, and I'll oh, introduce you to everybody. I'd love that. Yeah, that, that's yeah. my that's my new thing. My my power is n- connecting people. Absolutely, that's, that's like, a wonderful thing to do. That's like uh, yeah, I like that too. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That, that that you know, I can't give you anything, but. Other people know. But hey, but, but, I know but, some people. But, but you're cool and you're cool. Yeah. <laughs> I got nothing for you. Talk. <laughs> <laughs> Make shit happen and then and then invite me to it. <laughs> exactly. No, I'm such a community builder that it, it's taken me a while in LA, but I finally feel like that is yeah. happening for me. Yeah. And that's a, that's a good, like, it just, it's, uh, it really is just a matter of getting to know a lot of people mm-hmm. and then being like, hey, 
You mm-hmm. like you would like this person. Yeah, exactly. Like you guys would fucking vibe like crazy, one hundred percent. I gotta have a party one of these days soon, yeah. just to do that. Yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. actually another way of doing it. Yeah, have an art opening, have a party, whatever. Yeah, same yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's my house. Well, I don't really have space like this. That's nice. Is this <laughs> nice? Okay, thank you, thank you. You have. Yeah, I yeah, love this, my home. I do. This is a, a lovely home. Thank you. Yeah, I've been here the longest I've lived anywhere. Speaking of uh, being nomadic, this is yeah. the longest I've lived in one apartment. Yeah, eight years. My whole life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that what is interesting though about the divide between those two spaces is uh, you see how I can remember my yeah. points. Yeah. You're back. <laughs> I'm back. He's back. That's why it's okay if you interrupt <laughs> me. Uh, the 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 um like a, what you're basically describing is that to our spaces we don't have a lot of buyers coming right. necessarily. Exactly. That's not like to shit on our spaces. I think that that. No. But without our spaces. How do you get the experience, mm-hmm. you know, without our scene and not the our camaraderie? Spaces. Yeah. How do you how do you build that up without going through adjunct yes. and and all of that? And yes. even then, that's not necessarily a guarantee. Yeah. You know, so it's like there's it's interesting. There's like there is an artist run network that has MFAs in it, yeah. and then there is, but a lot of people either teach or don't teach. Yeah. Like it's yeah. it's a wild wild thing, mm-hmm. you know. So it it is interesting though because. If we could get more of those people, then we wouldn't need those galleries. <laughs> I, know. I know. I have a friend that just opened a gallery who moved from New York, opened a gallery in Hollywood right here, not mm. far, um, Lauren Powell. Okay. And I have to say, she's doing amazing stuff. And cool. it's, I don't know if it's been the easiest to get, you know, the big buyers in. I think opening a new gallery may be a little bit challenging. But her shows are really cool. Highly re- recommend checking out. I just want to give a little shout out yeah, to her. Yeah, for sure. Because she's a new space not everyone knows about yet. But she every time she puts on the show, she gives it her all. Nice. She redoes the entire space with the artist. She creates these immersive spaces. Um, and she's super, super supportive of her artists. So I highly recommend checking her out. Especially if you buy art. Yeah, definitely. Well, <laughs> yeah. I doubt we even have an art buyer. Well, you never know. Audience. You never know. Maybe there's a rich guy in our 40 yeah. followers. Yeah, it, might, it might be might be one or two. You never know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, all right. Yeah. Well, I mean, is there anything that like we've definitely been great. we've done an hour it's and wonderful. I feel like I won't have to cut too much out. So no. I think we can probably end it here. That sounds great. And then just like transition into just being buds <laughs> i've really enjoyed this i've really enjoyed no it. i yeah, yeah. De- definitely yeah. uh if you if you're available on friday come out this episode this pro- friday or saturday it's uh it's my phone is there okay, okay. <laughs> i'll tell you before one of the day. yeah one yeah of the but other, come yeah. out I, I, like i just like i just like doing that because then everybody knows everybody and it makes life easier i love it you know what i mean i feel like i know a few people in your group already so. yeah you probably i yeah, mean yeah, you know yeah. sarah you probably have met people and you don't even realize exactly. that they're part of the gallery because exactly. they're just there especially if you're outgoing yeah. and like they're so accessible that sometimes but anyway Wonderful. uh and um, i love new friends yeah yeah no yeah. that's that's like yeah. that's the best part of life Yeah, it is it, i agree uh, the more the merrier yeah <laughs> um and yeah. then anything that we can plug for you uh, any other spaces that you want to be you know i mean the, i would say lauren just because she's become a very good friend and i really want to support her but you know what's the space that, called lauren powell, lauren Pro- powell projects okay Right nearby at the edge of Thai Town in Hollywood. They have an I, uh, IG, I'm assuming. Yes, so you she guys does. can follow them on yes, IG. Yes, she does. Yes. And then you are France, uh, mm. uh, Malado underscore Francine. Yes, M A L A D O Francine. Yes, my website, I'm on Vimeo. I'm curating, um, oh, at Wanzimer. I'm curating a night of short films on September 29th. I hope people will come, including maybe one or two shorts of mine and some other people, uh, other female uh, filmmakers who I love. Cool, yeah. So, yeah, they have a great new space. So. And I definitely encourage you to do the TikTok stuff, too. Yeah, I'll get on it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it. I just like more online stuff. I know, know, I know. It is fucking work. I like, you know, I like the sort of old fashioned. I know. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm not a Luddite because, you know, I, I do like to vacillate with technology. And then, but then I like to go back to. Yeah. And you know, uh, what's it called? Uh, you could maybe start a zine then. <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. That's, that would be like our generation's TikTok. I'm doing book cover for a friend right oh, now really? so that that'll be fun yeah. yeah yeah cool and then uh thank you very much for watching we'll be back next week with another artist and another interesting conversation about something that may or may not be art related because that's how we roll <laughs> <laughs> thank you javier thank you so much it was thank very you. much a pleasure really fun uh, yeah i look forward to uh broing out at the <laughs> at, 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 at the bendix <laughs> okay